This episode of Madcap was brought to you by Anchor.fm. Want to start a podcast about cheese or 1920s gangsters? Don't know where to start? Anchor is a great place to get started with your own podcast ideas. They make it super easy to record, create, and rearrange your audios as you like. And once you're done perfecting your show, they'll send it to as many different listening platforms as they can. Plus, it's totally free. Check out Anchor.fm and see what they can do to boost your podcast. What's up, everybody? What's up, my lovelies? What's up, listeners? What's up, goblins? What's up, nerds? What's up, my worldly weirdos? You know what time it is. It's time to Mad Gab. What's up, imaginary cartoon characters that live in my subconsciousness? You're listening to your favorite Friday fiasco, Mad Gab, here on your preferred listening platform. As you know, this show is sliced up into three cheesy and hammy segments for you to enjoy during your breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And you get a heaping dollop of something you may not have known before for dessert. With that said, let's get into it. It's time for Animaniacs. Yes, this is some news that I was super excited to share with you all today. The Animaniacs, an old wacky cartoon from the 1990s, is getting a reboot on Hulu as of this year. For those of you who may not remember the show, The Animaniacs was your Saturday morning cartoon show that consisted of various skits and shorts that were performed by a slew of wacky and weird animated characters. The main three, the Animaniacs themselves, consisted of Wacko, Yakko, and Dot Warner, creations by the Warner Brothers Studios, who were deemed just a little too zany for the likes of any of their productions. Despite this, the kooky and adorable Warner siblings would escape from their imprisonment in the Warner Brothers Tower and participate in these weekly shows and skits. Some of you may actually recognize the oldest brother, Yakko Warner, as he sings the Nations of the World song, which recently came back into popularity through memes and jokes made at America's expense. There are some iconic animated characters in the show as well, such as Pinky and the Brain, who eventually got their own short spin-off series, and Slappy the Squirrel, an old washed-up silver screen actress who now tries to teach her nephew, Skippy, the hard knocks of life. The show sadly saw its end back in 1998 after airing 99 episodes altogether. However, it's back and ready to whack its viewers with nostalgia and slapstick comedy with a brand new reboot, backed by Steven Spielberg himself, according to Polygon.com. The show was signed on for two seasons, each with 13 episodes, and the first season will hit Hulu November 20th of this year. Guys, this was one of my childhood favorite shows growing up. Uh, we had a lot of time, you know, Saturday morning cartoons, Animaniacs came up, and oof, it was just one of the best. I remember also having a lot of uh, Animaniacs episodes on VHS. For those of you who don't know, that is a videotape that you would use to rewind with the end of your eraser or with your finger. It depends on who you are. Uh, but yeah, Animaniacs was one of my favorite shows growing up. I, I love the opening theme. It's, it's still got a good place in my heart, the opening theme. There's also a lot of iconic episodes. Uh, I remember one was Slappy the Squirrel was best friends with the actress who played Bambi's mother. And the old Bambi cartoons, they didn't call her Bambi in the show, but it was, it, was an, it was alluded that it was a Disney character. Anyway, it's hysterical, absolute fun. Pinky and the Brain is also two, uh, two iconic characters from the Animaniacs show who got their own spinoff eventually. So highly recommend going out and checking out uh, the original Anima Animaniacs, which are probably scattered all over YouTube at this point, and... Look out for the new show on November 20th on Hulu. 
Benos on a road trip through Australia. While looking at some stories to talk about this week, I recently came across a miniseries called Upright. Starring the incredible talents of Tim Minchin and Millie Alcock, the story starts off on the back roads of Australia, where 40-year-old Lucky is hauling an upright piano on the back of a crappy run-down rental when he gets a bizarre text from an unknown person reading, Mate, time is running out. Don't duck this up. Lucky then proceeds to pop a pill, wash it back with some beer, and get into a car accident with 16-year-old Meg. Now both of them are in a conundrum. Meg's arm is broken and Lucky's car is out of commission. So, in a compromise of fits and begrudging sides, Lucky hauls his upright piano onto the bed of her ute and the two set off down the blazing Australian no-man's land on a journey neither one will forget. From then on, you learn more about the troubles that plague both of these bizarre characters, both of the past and the present. The first couple of minutes of the show are available to watch on YouTube, but the miniseries itself is only available on Sundance Now, another in a wide variety of streaming services being offered to most of the world. Uh, there is also an article on NPR with Tim Minchin being interviewed. Tim Minchin, by the way, guys, is an incredible actor. He was in a version of Jesus Christ Superstar. He played Judas. He was phenomenal. He's definitely this rock and roll kind of dude. But he's also incredibly smart. There is a video of him giving a end-of-the-year speech. Uh, I can't remember at what college he was giving the speech to, but it is definitely one worth going to look at. Tim Minchin is phenomenal. And he also co-wrote the series. Uh, the, he co-wrote this lovely little show called Upright. And again, I highly recommend going to check it out. It is definitely bizarre. It's a good dramedy, I would say. Uh, Millie Alcock is also very, very funny. She definitely portrays kind of the disgruntled teenager running away from home kind of situation. So yeah, go check out Upright on Sundance Now. Yoshinori Ono retires from Capcom. It is a sad day for Capcom and Street Fighter fans everywhere. Yoshinori Ono, the producer of the Street Fighter series and one of the developers of Capcom itself, has announced his resignation from the company on August 9th. A beloved member of the FGC, or fighting game community, Yoshinori announced on his Twitter account that he would be leaving Capcom this summer after 30 years of working with the company. He gave the community members a heartfelt goodbye, also relaying his sincere sympathies that he would not be joining the next Capcom Cup seeing as it was cancelled, as many things were, during 2020. He said in his letter to the community, quote, I've been with the Street Fighter brand for a long time, experiencing good times, bad times, and even non-existent times. My heart is filled with appreciation to those players who've been giving warm and kind support on the brand, especially little over the past decade or so, as all the activities on the Street Fighter brand regained sunshine and grew its liveliness, unquote. Yoshinori Ono goes on to say that he's been trying to get everyone he's worked with to know about this resignation, but that it's been a little difficult due to how many people and companies he's worked with over 30 years. He also expresses his warmest appreciation to those he's worked with over these last few decades. While the FGC is sad to lose such an iconic producer, my guess is Yoshinori still has some big plans up his sleeves for the future. Who knows, we might get to see something of his again. I appreciate the Street Fighter series. I think it's a really cool fighting game. It's very vibrant. It has a lot of interesting characters to it. And it's definitely one of the more iconic games that Capcom has developed in the last uh, 30 years, I would say. Yoshinori Ono, 
we're sad to see you go from the Capcom company, but we hope that you have left us in good hands. I'm sure you, that you have uh, for future Street Fighter games. And I hope that you, wherever you may be at, are having a wonderful and grand retirement from Capcom. And I hope you keep doing some more cool stuff. So thank you so much for your dedication to the company and to the fans everywhere of Street Fighter. And have a wonderful day. <laughs> of the day we're going to wind down here at the end of the show but before i get to that did you know that looking at a picture of cute animals can actually make you more productive japanese researcher hiroshi nitono published his studies back in 2012 about how looking at pictures of cute baby animals can not only help lift your mood but also boost your productivity you can find out more about the study on the huffingtonpost.com Thanks everyone for joining me today for some weird and fun news. But before we head out, I've got a question. What's your favorite nostalgic cartoon? Leave an answer on our MadGab Facebook page or send me an email at madgabpodcast at gmail.com. You may just hear your answers on the next episode. Thanks again for tuning in and stay tuned for next week for some more nerdy nonsense. Stay weird, everyone. If you like the show and want updates on future episodes slash content, please check out the Mad Gab Facebook page link in the description and give us a like or a follow. Thanks again for tuning in.